This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And welcome back to another edition of Midweek Menches. I am Will, a.k.a. at Waffle House on Twitter. And this week, I am joined by Young Breezy, a.k.a. Samantha, John in Miami, Ant up in Brooklyn, Schweitz up in Canada, and uh-oh, last-minute edition. Here we go, letting him into the room right now. Because if I don't let him into the room, he'll uh, drop kick it open, probably. Uh, or uh, throw a shoulder into it or something. Steak Sauce is joining us. There's his, uh, there's his mug right there. Yeah, all right. Steak Sauce is joining us from work. Uh, he's uh, he's getting paid. He's the only one that gets paid to do this because uh, he uh, zooms from work. So technically, he is uh, on the clock, and I, I'm jealous of the man. I wish I could, <laughs> I wish I could do this uh, while I detailed cars, just sitting in a passenger seat of a nice Honda Odyssey or something. That would be dope. Uh, that'd be way comfy. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, how's everybody's week going so far? Yay, nay, yeah, good. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty good. Good to, hear. good to hear. All right. Um, so I, I was uh, talking about this a little bit before. Um, I have had Lookout Weekend by Debbie Deb stuck in my head for five days straight my wife is ready to murder me in my sleep because i'm pretty sure i'm singing it in the bed like unconsciously as well and i'm also doing the look out weekend come here i come like i'm doing the robot voice and the laser beam like sound effects and stuff like i'm doing everything and i i can't get the like how it is i feel like the uh the main character in edgar Allan poe's uh what is that uh nevermore the the raven what was is it the it's the raven right raven, like, yep there we go no, okay the muscle heart you're picking up telltale heart <laughs> yes telltale, that's it that's it yeah like that, that i've got that stuck in my my head uh constantly anyway i listened to the song for the first time like five days ago i had always just heard the rejoin obviously that's so famous and you know i've seen clips of the club but i'd never actually looked it up on on youtube and uh it's so good it is such a fun song to listen to i absolutely i have a whole newfound uh, respect for that song. Um, it came out in 1984 and then there was like a remix and you know what it reminded me of the most. And, and uh, I, I kind of want to survey the room here, roller skating music, like at the roller skating rink, like that is when the lights go out, the green lasers are shooting all over everything. And like the, you know, the guy up in the booth is grab a partner, skate backwards, you know, doing that stuff uh a, to to the the debbie deb music so what is did you guys grow up going to the skating rink and if so what's what's the song that you associate with being at the skating rink schweitz we'll start with you so i went to the roller skating rink a lot my preschool actually went twice a week when i was i think four and five okay those ages so we were there like midday and then my mom would take me on the weekends because i was actually good at it um, so a lot of, uh, 
really late 80s early 90s like music what is love comes to mind <laughs> yes um, yeah you know that Baby, sort of hurt me. exactly like the sort of that era like cnc music factory right, yeah, mark, mark yeah. like sort of that those kind of those kind of songs really uh take me back to the to north canton roller rink hell yeah hell yeah samantha what about you yes i definitely went to the school uh never words roller skating rink as a uh youngin and funny story they just closed that rink down like oh, i just saw no. like like there's like someone post about it in our like right. high school alumni group i'm like oh no my childhood oh but, man that's yeah, a bummer i know i was so sad looking at that and it's like funny because i was like reliving all of those days and always had like the sticky carpet you're like why is the carpet sticky because yes. you can never understand it the random arcade games the stale pretzel with the salt on it like yep, those yep. are the memories i have and always the laces felt just a little gross because you always had to like get the rental skates. Yep. Ah, God. But memories, yeah. right? The I don't carpet think... is is soaked with uh with soda. The uh <laughs> the the nachos where like they give you like a a quarter size of like nacho cheese for like these giant like round uh tortilla chips. Yes. So I remember, you know, I. I had this one shirt I would always wear too when I go on the skating rink and it was like um back in the day in my the early 2000s the style was like the tank with like the button-up shirt that you put on open so when uh -huh. you're skating it was like a cape and you're flying oh yeah I know exactly <laughs> oh man that's taking me back to middle school right now I remember girls wearing that completely <laughs> yes and 100%. I think the two songs that stick out in my brain is um I'm a party girl Oh, yeah. Aqua, Aqua, right? <laughs> Aqua. Yeah. Aqua. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's a perfect, perfect song, Samantha. You don't even know why that's a perfect song that you just said. Uh, because because you're like the only one of this podcast that doesn't actually listen to the show, but we still love you anyway. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you appreciate the the song choice I have there. Um Absolutely. Also the song I'm blue da ba dee da ba da da those are, those are we my are we are gonna get in so much trouble because of this topic that i just came up with off the top because we're like i can't stop singing all of these songs and we're absolutely gonna get in trouble for this shit so um yeah well, who was a uh, blue daba d who is that by Oof, i can't remember. I feel like it had like a number in Eiffel the, 65 Eiffel 65 i knew there was a number mm -hmm. in there somewhere thank you schweitz all right <laughs> great choices all right who's up next uh ant what about you? So, yeah, I, I feel like I didn't go to the roller skating rink a ton. The place by me that I went more was the ice skating rink. Okay. But had a similar sort of feel. They would play sure. music. It would be the similar thing. But, but when I think of the roller skating rink, for me, the song that always gets me, because, you know, I'm old, is Jam On It. Jam okay. On It. Jam yeah, On It. Yeah, yeah. Jam On It. Much more, you know, early 80s rap. Sort yeah. Yeah disco -y type of uh, type of tune than and some of the newer stuff so that was one of my faves that that i remember definitely being part of you know hearing it and then i'll go something a little bit newer because i have been in a roller skating rink probably in the last 10 years okay um it's a de la soul song a roller skating jam named saturday it's one of my favorite tunes that they put out and it just fits so well with the vibe and sort of you know the lyrics and the fact that they're talking about doing roller skating but i that's another song for me that that has a, a very good memory of, of the roller skating rink, even though it's a much newer song. Excellent, excellent. Good choices. Uh steak sauce, what about you, man? Yeah, I used to go to the roller rink all the time, man. I was so dope at roller skating. Oh shit. I did all like the backwards stuff and like a thing where you like lay down and skate. I was super dope at it. <laughs> I love it. Um when I was in third grade, there was some fifth grader kid tripped me. So I was a couple skating with his girlfriend and I broke my arm and that sucked. Oh God. Um, he tripped you. So like the, yeah, like he was he standing like in the like off the rink and like stuck a leg out or no, something like or like post couple skate like a couple skate with his girlfriend and we go back to like regular skating he just comes up and like throws a leg in and I fell like on my ass but I put my arm out to break to break my yep. ball and my elbow just like popped out oh God. brutal and Jeez. I got in a fight with him this was I was in third grade he was in fifth and in high school I beat the shit out of him I got my payback. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was about to say. I was about to say was was revenge. Was was this event ever ever uh, avenged uh, in in your honor in any way? So yes. Yeah, so it, me, bro. I'll come after you eight years later. Hell yeah, man! Hell, just get, give you a little time to to grow up and uh and become the the legend we know as Steak Sauce. I hear yeah. that, man. I hear that. Steak Sauce. You kind of remind me of like the 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 people who would wear the like almost look like refs that would go into the skating rink that worked there and were always doing like the backwards skating to kind of like yeah. stack around the floor. That's literally you remind me of like those guys that go out there. Dude, I wanted to work there so bad. I can never get hired though. <laughs> When I was in when I was in eighth grade, I was playing a pickup game of basketball at school. And uh, this dude who uh, went by the nickname Porkchop, uh, he I went up for a rebound, had my arms extended and he just shoulder. He gut checks me with his shoulder and I start stumbling backwards and keep stumbling and keep stumbling. And like the length of half the court, I was stumbling from under the rim. And finally, like, I just remember thinking I just have to fall, except I stuck out both of my hands to catch myself. And I broke both of my wrists. I was in double casts for 12 weeks. So like, it was, it was so weird. Like it was strange, like, because they were symmetrical, like it felt like I was wearing armor, you know, like it was so, it was like bizarre, but like, you know, and I had, almost complete mobility other than the fact that like it, you know it came up to my knuckles and so my thumb was like in place so I, I was like i had kung fu grip like that was the only thing i really had like i was i felt like a lobster for the most part but anyway yeah. did you come uh, up did you come up with the rebound i did not oh okay because otherwise <laughs> it would have been a travel did you have wiping issues oh yeah yes i, I did that's a good question that I, I was well I had wiping issues, but like I just would use just a tremendous amount of toilet paper because if if you get poop on that cast, <laughs> there's no amount of washing it. Like if you get it in the fibers, like underneath the this was back like the old school cast, right? Like the was before, it a brown cast? It was black. If you got poop on I, it, I it got was. black. Um, <laughs> I, I I think actually I got I think I got Carolina blue casts. And then black cast because they had to switch it at one time. But yeah, like I was, I had to be very careful that like when I, when, you know, I was in that process that I didn't get any along the edge of the hand because then it's just your hands smell like shit for eight weeks, you know? How do you cleanse yourself though? Because you have to wear the bag. So both your hands are also covered. Yep. I just, I just stood under the shower with my hands up, like kind of by my heads, uh, by my head. Uh, And then- (laughs) <laughs> and uh and and that was you know just very carefully um and that that was pretty much it i uh, imagine you not, had hair at that time too so you can I did, the yes hair. uh my hair was reversed just uh picture <laughs> this beard but just on top of my head like if i was upside down in the zoom that's what i looked like you didn't John, have those supporting uh beams like you know holding your hands up you had mobility like at the joints yes, exactly like it just okay. went from from the elbow uh, to the wrist, like okay. over, over top of my, the top of my hand and then, then enclosed my thumb. So, uh, that it was, it was, like I said, it, it felt like armor. Like I, I felt like I could beat people's ass, like as my, my arms were healing over the course of these 12 weeks, but okay. That was a hell of a sidebar right there. I apologize. Um, John, what about you as far as music at the roller skating rink? I think I might've gone to the roller skating rink maybe three times growing up Uh, it was really far away from us so um we couldn't we didn't go that often but there is one quintessential song like from my childhood and around that era where i would have you know that i did go and uh we would hear it all the time and that would be like stevie b uh spring love and um if uh, you, you probably you may not recognize it from the title and the artist but once you hear it you'll, you'll know immediately. It'll take you, it'll, if you were from that, that time, like Ant right. and I are, uh, immediately you'll, you'll, uh, get transported back to that time. Hell yeah. I'll have to look that up afterwards. I kind of want to make like a Spotify playlist of roller skating music. All right. Who's got some topics for me this week. Ant. Nobody. <laughs> so, got something. To, go ahead. Ant. I'm going to go old man here and I want to ask the haircut question. So what do you guys think? Are you leaving the barbershop or the hairdresser with your hair? Perfect. And it's good from that moment on. Or Absolutely. Like Billy, well, 
except for you, <laughs> except for you with that, that does it yourself with a bick and a, and a quarter. Exactly. Um, the rest of you, or do you feel like you get a haircut and sometimes it takes like a couple of days for you to get used to how to style it and get used to how it's going to sit and whatnot. So I, throw I don't it out. even, I don't even pay for them to blow dry it anymore. Cause I'm like, I'm not even going to like how you do that. Why am I going to pay you extra for me to not like it? I remember okay, so- in middle school though, they would, I would get the bangs cut too short and I would always freak out. And I'm like, just grow longer already. <laughs> so then I go home and just straighten it until I'm like, it's, it's as long as possible. I went too short. Dang it. <laughs> I kind of knew what uh wait whose take was that was it was it Billy's or it was what? Billy's take it was Billy's take right like I kind of knew what he was talking about back when I had hair a long time ago because I started going bald when I was 22 so I, when I would get my hair cut like in high school I remember I remember getting it cut and like it felt so permanent but then like a few days later it was like it, it felt like a little more like it, it, i knew exactly what he was talking about like it it, it no pun intended but it, it took a few days to grow on you right like that yeah. that was the kind of the thing with with uh my hair back then yeah i would agree with that i i totally was right there with billy when he said that and not just because sometimes like smith said you might get your hair get your hair cut a little shorter than you thought it was going to be but i just felt in general it sometimes takes you know Especially if you haven't gotten a haircut in a long time, right. it's going to take you a little bit to sort of figure out, like, like when Dan finally gets a haircut, he's going to be in like a shock period when like he doesn't have a mop <laughs> on his head anymore. And God, what the hell's going on here? So I was totally there with Billy on that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, I felt mm-hmm. like that was a under, underdone take. Sorry, State, go ahead. I'm, I'm on the other side there. Like I never feel better than when I walk out of the barbershop. So I, I'd get my haircut like in my prime, I'd get my haircut every like two weeks just because I like how good it looked. And then after two weeks, I'm like, oh, it's getting a little shaggy, you know? Like this right here. I know it's an audio medium, but this is like, I cut my hair last Friday, like razor fade. And it's already like, I'm ready for a cut, like right now. Right. I don't like it. So it's, you know, what is that? Like, no, two weeks ago. So it's like less than two weeks and I'm ready for another one. Do you also oh. do the shave? Oh, yeah. I go uh, razor, undercut, undercut, razor fade, three on the beard. Yeah, I've it been doing... Good. I've been doing my dad's haircut for a long time and he's got a comb over, which is his own special kind of like cut. And he had this one barber that cut his hair for years. Her name was Jay, if I remember correctly. And after that, he like didn't really know where to go to cut his hair. And then I offered to do it one day. And ever since I've been his special hair cutter for the comb over and he's always like, don't go too short. I want it to look like it wasn't just cut. That's always his thing. So it's like a nerve-wracking feeling. God, because if you if you like one hiccup while you're doing that, and the whole illusion is destroyed, my, Samantha. My mom keeps saying, just one one day, just, just on accident, can you just cut that comb oh, over oh, off, man. please? Just Poor like, guy. <laughs> so I don't know if he, he's listening or not right now, but Dad, I'm not. sorry <laughs> if um, slowly but surely I've been cutting a little bit of the comb over every time, just a little bit. Samantha, you can't now. I, okay, let's mark this audio right here. We have to protect Samantha uh, from, from admitting on air that she is destroying her dad's comb over. Samantha, you can't admit that. We have, we, I have, we have her episode title. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but we will include that somehow. Um, He's not John, listening. Johnny he listen is to this, hold this over you, though. He's listened to the first couple. I don't know if he still listens or not. But... Johnny's going to figure out when he needs something from the father-in-law. I got to tell you what your daughter's doing to you. Oh, that's true. Hey, that's I was true. cutting Johnny's hair for a little bit, too, but he went back to the barber recently. <laughs> I uh, I have cut my dad's hair quite a bit in the past, so I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen pictures I put on Twitter of my dad. He looks like an older version of me, like in, in older pictures like he's got the big beard bald head earrings and stuff uh but used to back in the 80s and 90s he had a ponytail in addition to the bald head so beard and then this this circle of hair on the back of his head that he grew out and he would braid it 
Like he would braid this ponytail and it, he looked like, like in hindsight, cause he would also wear like uh Hawaiian shirts when we would go out on the boat. He just looked like a Miami drug dealer, like a, like a, like a Coke dealer from the eighties, you know, uh, you know, silver, silver hoop earrings and shit, like kind of a combination of like Miami drug dealer and captain Lou, uh, Al, what was it? was his Albano. name? Albano. Albano. Yeah. I wanted to say Albino, but I knew that wasn't right. Al- Captain Lou. That's Albano. a different guy. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, so I would have to like, I would have to, to edge up the, the circle of hair in the back for him back when he still had that thing. Uh, and it was, it was a very distinct look. I will, I will give him that much. Um, That's a dangerous was, game. He's playing. <laughs> very dangerous. Very dangerous. I mean, do right. you guys take advice though from other people when it comes to like your hair? Because for example, my uncle, he's been growing his hair out, but when he got his hair short, I'm like, you look really good. Like you look young and like 10 years off your face. And then he's like, no, I like the long hair. I'm growing it back out. Now it's long again. I'm like, come on, cut it off. And he doesn't <laughs> listen to me. I'm like, you look so much better. But like, right, is right. that, is it like a guy pride thing or like, what is that? Um, I will say, as you can tell, I don't take advice from anybody, uh, hence the way that I look. Um, steak sauce, what were you saying? I'm saying the exact same thing. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about me, <laughs> how I look. If I think I look cool, I look cool. Yeah, my wife yeah. absolutely hates my man bun, and I love it, so it's been staying forever. Uh, what, what did Brad think of your man bun? He didn't mention it, they were made fun of me. What'd she say? She said I had he said, oh, he, that's uh, that's steak sauce over there with a the little thing on his head. <laughs> the, the way that you wear it on top, it reminds me of like the troll dolls, like the little poof of hair. Like I want it. I want the little poof to get bigger and bigger each week there, until it's get like there. completely fanned out. Working I love it. it. I, Samantha, to your point, I think there is a degree of like stubbornness where like men, a lot of men just don't have style and are not style conscious for the most part it's like give me literally what is the most comfortable thing and that's it and that's all we give a shit about i will say that like i I always try to compliment people if if they make a change and i and i do think it looks good even if i don't think it looks good anytime i see somebody uh like a coworker or something that that kind of definitely makes like an obvious choice uh stylistically if they cut their hair they get new glasses on i always try and pay them a compliment just because they're they're attempting something right and that takes like it takes some nerves like particularly if you're used to looking a certain way for a very long time then you just get comfortable and it's like it feels like a security blanket so i I try to always like you know if they end up not liking it and go back to it so what like always try and I, i i just try not to make them feel bad about it i guess um which I'm not saying that that's what you're doing to your uncle. That sounded like me uh, giving you shit for that. That's not what I was doing at all. But let me push right. back a little bit on that because okay. what if what if it just looks horrendous, right? And <laughs> let's say that guy, let's say it's not hair. Let's say the guy, it's it's a some type of stash. Uh, more specifically, let's say it's a Hitler stash, right? <laughs> Jesus, John. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you're just looking at him, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to try this out because, because before Hitler, Hitler ruined that stash for everybody. Right. Yeah. That, that's for sure. But you, you look back and you have the silent actors, you know, uh, Charlie right, Chaplin, right. all that stuff. Let's say he tries the Charlie Chaplin look. Right. Okay. And then you're like looking at him and you're like, Hey man, you know, double finger guns, uh, you, you know, you knocked it, knocked it out the park. Um, or are you doing him a disservice by by just being kind like that and saying, hey, you know, that looks fantastic rather than what are you doing, man? You, you know, you're you're uh, you know, that that's not a good look. So, you know, who tried that very famously is Michael Jordan. Remember, Michael Jordan uh, oh, for a yeah. while was rocking the Charlie Chaplin, the, yeah. the Hitler stash. <laughs> OK, who in who in Michael Jordan's circle like came? Do you think Ahmad Rashad like like Barkley. had to sit down? And, and, uh, yeah, like somebody had to have sat Michael down, right? Or do you think like he's he's like that unapproachable? Like even like Jordan's rocking the Hitler stash and nobody in his circle because it's Michael Jordan ever has like a heart to heart with him about it. Nobody told them shit. They didn't want to get dunked on. That's for sure. <laughs> Man, that, that's a that's that's definitely a choice. Definitely a choice. I feel like uh, Jordan like might have lost a bet in practice or something to Scotty or. <laughs> <laughs> or, or something that that's no, why this, was, this was after he was retired i think this yeah, was like mid 2000s like last like eight ten years because he was yeah, he had it yeah. In like the one of the haynes oh yes when he was in an he had it 
It was just punishment for Kwame Brown. All right, who's got another topic this week? Schweiss, what you got? Oh, steak sauce. Uh, Go ahead. Steak. I got a couple ones. I want to play uh, yeah. a game that I, I'm pretty sure I can win. Who's your most uh, impressive Twitter follower? Oh, shit. Steak uh. sauce. There you go. <laughs> See, I won. <laughs> you um, win both I ways. Would, I would well, have you to can say. Do all seven accounts you've had. Anybody who's followed any one of your many accounts. Hmm. You know, that's a good question. I feel like there's a couple of famous people that follow me, but uh, I don't remember if they currently follow me. And I don't remember. Man, it's pro- honestly, it's probably just the Levitard Show account. Like that, that would probably be my, my most famous, like most followers, I think. What about y'all? So mine's an ex Twitter because mine was Izzy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Izzy, uh... Izzy is taking a, a deactivation a oh, period, yeah. a hiatus we'll have from to see Twitter. If I can, uh... Follow him uh, is, and get a follow back again, but that for me, or uh, I think Christina Lisi follows me, which I okay. also Ooh. sort of like because I mean, like, I really like her and I think she's really, you know, not just good at what she does, but a good person. So, yeah, that would be my definitely good one. I'm jealous of that one. She doesn't follow me. Yeah, I believe she, I like, shortly after we went on, I think she followed me. Yeah. I was making I, her like custom newspaper covers when the Bills were in the playoffs and I still didn't get that follow. All right, Steak. All right, Steak. Let's let's, let's, yeah, let's calm down. Let's calm down a little bit, buddy. Um, I, I actually <laughs> like eliminating Izzy from from the potential list um, makes it a little easier for me because there's a local guy down here. Um, I have what what doctors refer to as a little bit of a weight problem, and so and that's caused mainly by by the ingestion of of a lot of food. So what happens is um, I end up following. Uh, there's a guy down here, a blogger, but he's been blogging for ages and I really like him. Um, and his name is Burger Beast or he goes by at Burger Beast on yeah, Twitter I've and seen he's him got before. Instagram and all that stuff. Anywho, um, like I, I follow him and he follows me and that's kind of cool. Uh, it, it's certainly a, a, a very lo- hyper local um, kind of famous. As for me, it's like a famous guy since I follow him and I read about him and I get to hear about all the, the, the newest, you know, food and whether it's good or not. And so I, I would, I would go at burger beast. Um, if anybody wants to follow what's happening um, down here in not like, not, not necessarily like fine cuisine, uh, fine dining, as they say, but like the, the real good, like comfort foods and, and good foods at burger beast is, is a follow that I follow and that follows me. Well, I was going to say uh Leba Reddit with all of his followers, but right. uh, I realized he, do- he doesn't follow me. So, oh, uh, no. oh shit. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, the person I actually just looked through my list. My very first follower was Woody Page. All Ooh. right. Woody's yeah, a exactly. good one. Because that was one of those weeks where if you follow him, he'll follow you back. No questions asked. So I think he was my very first follower. Does Jose Canseco follow anybody in here? That was mine. Oh, was it really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal that thunder. I'm sorry, Steak. That's fine. It was a good feeling. It was a good day. Yeah. You know I know. Uh, Rob Perez. I'm the only person on Twitter that Rob Perez doesn't follow. I don't think he follows me either. He followed an earlier account of mine, but not this one. And I've I've followed him a couple of times. Worldwide Wob. I think he follows like 700 or he has 700,000 followers and he follows 699,999 people. <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't follow back. It's amazing. So I've got uh, 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 one of my other podcast worlds that I run around in, uh, Daily Zeitgeist. Um, Jack O'Brien, who uh, helped found uh, the old Cracked website, um, he follows me, and Miles Gray from Daily Zeitgeist follows me, and a couple of folks, uh, Michael Swaim, like a lot of comedians from the old Cracked uh, website follow me. Um, and DJ Daniel, of course, DJ Daniel from uh, uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends fame. And of course, Daily Zeitgeist fame. That's how I came to know him. Um, uh, he follows me as well. He has become a, a good buddy of mine on there. I, I adore him. No, I was going to ask Ant if I could trade him a Jose Canseco follow for Christine Lisi. You know, <laughs> I've tried that Canseco follow like 50 times and it just doesn't. I never get it. So I, I, he just has something against me. The thing is, we share a hate of A-Rod. So that's the thing. I thought he would be perfect for me because, you know, but but no such luck. Well, you send me Lisi. I'll send you Canseco. We'll set it up. I'll throw in a follow I'll, to be named later. I'll work on that for you, Steak. I will. 
a 2022 follow to be named later. Hey, uh, staying on this subject, what would be your your like ideal follow? Like, who would be the the top of the mountain uh, follow for you guys? Ooh, that's Rock. a good question. Obama. Obama. Okay. Good one, Samantha. What about you? Ooh, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's hard to because you you also want it to be somebody who's kind of active on there, right? Like, like it's not just about the fame because everybody can say like, you know, like just name some some uber famous celebrity or something. But like I would want somebody who's also like, damn, they're following me. They don't follow many people. They're pretty active on Twitter, which means they will probably see my tweets, you know, and possibly interact with me. So there's a couple factors in, in here, I think. I think you're describing Skip Bayless. Oh, no, God. Hell no. Put your, Skip, put your shirt on. I would block Skip Bayless. If Skip Bayless follows me, I will block his ass. Uh, that is no, a, I, that is a guarantee. I said that because I think they, on today's show, I don't know if we're, we're supposed to discuss it or not, but they, you know, they did the whole Skip Bayless thing. And apparently he doesn't follow anybody like 0.0 people. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I, I listened to today's show as well. I, I completely missed that. Pretty exclusive. Twice. What about you? Uh, Shea Serrano is uh, is my number one. He's just one of my favorite people to that I follow. I just love his content. I love how he interacts with the world. Yeah, uh, John's holding John up uh, movies holding up and, and other things. Yep. Um, yeah, like one of one of the things that brings me great joy in life is when Shea Serrano gets excited about some project on you know through Twitter. Or some celebrity tweets at him and he freaks out because he's super excited. I just it just always brings joy. So uh, I think it'd be cool if he uh, if he followed me. He's a he's a good dude. Absolutely. I uh, I endorse that Shay. If you're listening, um, which I know you are, you should absolutely come on the pod. Come on the yeah. First of all, come on the pod. Second of all, follow Schweitz on Twitter. Uh, and what? So Ant, you've wanted Jose Canseco. And, yeah, I uh, mean Jose would just be comical for me if yeah. i had to get one it would be bomani oh i really love most yeah. of stuff that bomani puts out to be fair that would be a good one i was much more interested in him three four five plus years ago when he was much more interactive with with people on twitter than now where right. he's a little he's a little more uh, you know and then the other one would be for me um again going back to something i talked about earlier but uh plug one from de la soul i'm a big de la soul fan and i really like you know a lot of the stuff they do so that's another guy that that i pay attention to that you know, I would love to get a follow from sort of. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Someone out of left field, but I'm, someone I really. Appreciate. I'm changing your mind, Mina Kimes. I'm changing your mind, Mina. Ooh, that's a good one. I was oh, just thinking. Good answer. From the Lebitard universe, mine would probably be Dominique Foxworth. Uh, I, I love Dominique so much. Uh, that would that I would I would be floored and uh and and honored if if uh if he followed me. Samantha, is there anybody from like uh like the the bodybuilding world that you follow or anything that that uh you would uh be thrilled if they they uh followed you back on Twitter? Um, Ashley Kaltwasser. Okay. So she's right. a three-time uh, bikini Olympian and or Miss Olympia three-time, and she is the most winning bikini uh, athlete of all time. So bikini pretty- athlete. Okay, tell yeah. me. Let's. Sorry, I've never heard that phrase before. We need a definition of what that means exactly. So she is a bodybuilding uh, athlete, and okay. she's in the bikini division. So that's the most slender. Uh, one without being the most muscular so it's I, really it's kind of become more muscular yes okay. that is her okay. gotcha, gotcha. Ashley. yeah so she's like really funny too i follow her on like her youtube and instagram and she's got like a really funny personality and so like she's very social but really okay. good at what she does like the best at what she does so i would say that would be a good follow and oh, yeah. i'm like almost about four weeks away from my first show of 2021 so i'm like excited about that so if i was like to put up like my um photos from the competition and she followed me that would right. be pretty cool hell yeah hell yeah all right that new mission for midweek mentions uh uh is to get her and say her name one more time ashley Kalt wasser it's like a very weird last name that is I, i've yeah i've never heard that last name before uh i uh i thought my my screen glitched when you said it the first time or my, my audio hiccuped or something all right <laughs> so we're gonna we, go with arnold schwarzenegger 
yeah yeah uh that we, we've got to we've got to get her to follow you uh on twitter uh samantha no matter how long it takes active. i have to be more <laughs> active on twitter i'm not very good at it well you're focused on on this upcoming uh uh what, what do you call it show is is mm-hmm. that what it's referred to as so yes. you, you I, your your attention is is in the right places all right who's got another topic this week schweitz go ahead man uh, i just wanted to know so uh Something that gives me an unnecessary feeling of anxiety is filling out forms. So like government <laughs> forms or, or whatnot. And I was just wondering, like, what's like a some like simple task that the rest of you or that for the rest of you, it gives you uncomfortable anxiety, even oh, though it this shouldn't. Is a, this is a really yeah. good topic. I had a like Johnny, we just set him up with a W2 at his job. And I had an anxiety reading through that, trying to fill it out properly. I yeah, don't know yeah. why they make them so difficult. So it's like the W4 is the name of the form, but it's to get your W2. Why is it so hard? <laughs> to, to, to create loopholes so that people can cheat. Like it's so that you can, you can hire somebody to, to cheat the system. That, that's why. At least that's what I'm convinced of. Because like uh, we have layers to it because we have a kid and we yeah, file yeah. jointly and I'm just like, is it what mine said? And it says refer to your spouses. I'm like, what did I do? I did it four years ago. I can't remember. We didn't have Morga- a kid back mortgage then. payments and, and the interest on, on loans and stuff can be like deductible. And yeah, yeah, a simplified tax code. I swear if if politicians would start running on that that premise, uh, they, they would get votes just off of that idea and alone. Millions of CPAs out of work never happened. That's I agree true. with you, Will, but it just never happened. There's too yeah, much, you're right. You're there's right. Too much pushback the other way. Hundred uh, percent. Replying to emails is one uh, for me, just in general. Uh, John, go ahead. So it's not so much forms or, or something like that, but um, the night before and then the the morning of a dentist visit. It just oh, okay. uh, I don't know why, but I just start to. Uh, dread it you know because i'm going to get the same conversation that i've had for years and years and years about oh do you floss no i don't floss hey you know your gums are bleeding yes but they weren't bleeding before i got here um <laughs> you know, i think you did that maybe. uh you know oh uh you know you did and i i just dread the the whole the whole thing does anybody yeah. else floss excessively the week before your dentist appointment so it like makes it look like you've at least attempted to floss actually yeah. it does the opposite because your gums are inflamed at that point and they know right off the bat they're like oh yeah i know what you did there you uh <laughs> you went like whole hog on on the floss and now your gums are like three times the size like full of just about to burst with blood and uh, no they know exactly it's not their first rodeo at all yes here's so, what you gotta do you gotta floss for the week two weeks out and then give your mouth a week to rest that's true. Ah, that's, that's a good. That's trick. a good one. So or, I actually just, have just floss. just don't eat. <laughs> yeah, just take the Schweitz route and just uh just uh do like an all you know liquid diet liquid or something. Diet. I should plan my dentist appointment around show day then. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a good. One. Yeah, get get real nice and spelt. Get your teeth cleaned. So I actually um I dated a girl in college. Uh, that showed me how to clean my teeth with uh, the tools and stuff like the, I don't know what they're called. So I actually have my own, uh, this is so weird. I've never told anybody this, Uh, (laughs) my own little like dental kit with like the needles and stuff in it. And I will like actually clean my own teeth and like scrape the, uh, the like the plaque and stuff that builds off. Uh, it's it's actually called calculus um, that that it's like almost like very hard and it has like a calcium feel it like it looks like it's actually part of your tooth and then it actually scrapes off. And that's what actually they're cleaning when you go to the dentist office. I fall asleep at the dentist um, like it's similar. You, you were talking about barbershops earlier. Like my favorite part of the barbershop is just uh, relaxing in the chair um, back when I used to go and like falling asleep, just that like having somebody doing something and like touching your face and stuff. All of that puts me to sleep like instantly. I don't care if they're cleaning my teeth or not. I will, I will, I wear my sunglasses uh, in the dentist and I just like, I'm listening to a podcast and then I'll doze off almost every time. I used to go to my my youth, like my childhood dentist and uh-huh. into my 20, early 20s. And I would still be going there because they accept adults for as long as you want to be there. <laughs> right, if right. I didn't have my insurance changed, 
but they play a movie and they're really nice and they never hurt you because they know how to make it like not painful. Right, right. Now I, now I have to go to an adult one. I'm like, oh, it hurts no. and they don't care. And they have another appointment and they're just like, okay, in and out, let's go. <laughs> I so, want my movies back. Speaking of childhood dentists, guess who my childhood dentist was? And none of you guess, but. Oh, um, oh okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. My, hold on, hold on. It was uh, Gojo's friend. No. <laughs> okay, hold on. You're asking us who your childhood dentist was, which means once. he mentioned it once. I can't remember. I didn't. Ma- I, didn't ma- I didn't mention it once. It That's has to I be some. Okay, up. okay. You mentioned it was. Is it somebody hold- famous? His son is the, famous. The dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Man, I. I His name is Ed Zuckerberg. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's dad, right? <laughs> That's what. Whoa. It was. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg grew up down the like half a block from me and i went to his dad for like until i was like almost 25 um right so yeah, isn't went, it fun so, going to the kids dentist into yeah. your 20s <laughs> it was, well also because i mean even like after college when i went back i lived at home for a couple of years and he was down the block and he knew me and actually we were friends for a while i used to i used to run into his dad in the city every so often like at like the movie wow. theater or something we'd just be out or like at a restaurant i'd run into him a couple different times and the lollipop like, doesn't hurt either. I was hoping you uh, I was I was I, I hope there's a moment somewhere in your past where uh, uh, his dad was like, you know, my son is starting this website. Um, He's looking for investors right now. Uh, Anthony, I don't know if you're I ever wish. looking to do anything with no. your retirement fund or <laughs> man, I wish. No, not the case. Oh, oh man. But you made me think about that, Samantha, when you said going to your childhood dance. I'm like, God, think about it. Uh, Damn, his dad, dad, Mark Zuckerberg's dad being. A dentist explains a lot. I don't know what it explains, but it explains a lot. I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, man. All right. Who else has got a topic this week? I, I have I have one. I'd like okay. to know. Um, so I've really enjoyed the the heat Homer stuff with Parakeet Cortez and Mike. And then the other guys taking the, the contrary uh, view, you know, uh, Billy, of course, stirring the stirring the pot. And then you have neutral uh witty uh you know backing him and chris kind of just being uh uh just a cheerleader in general for for everybody concerned uh do you guys like the heat homer stuff like the 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 dynamic i thought those were the best times of the show so far i thought it was great um i loved parakeets uh uh his his ribbing uh of of the other folks in the, the Stugats and, and uh, the, the whole back and forth and the, the Jersey talk and Whittingham. Like I, I love the additions to the show, honestly. Like, I think they're doing great. That that's my personal I'm, thing. And even though, even though, you know, Miami is not the local hour. I have become a Miami fan just through osmosis uh, because I, I think you can't listen for too long and, and not become a fan of the heat and the Browns and the dolphins, or at least want to see them do something. Uh, so yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. I love it. I tweeted last night that I'm a Celtics fan and Parakeet is still my favorite Twitter account. I just love the trolling <laughs> he does. Even when they lost, they lost last night. He's talking shit to Bill Simmons, you know, because the Celtics <laughs> lost to the Cavs. And then I was on a Zoom with Parakeet and I told him, I was like, that propaganda shit is working, man, because I'm like this close to buying a Vice jersey. Like he's got me. I know more about the Heat than I know about any other team in hey, the league. So I'm like, I'm I own, to shit, man. I own three jerseys and there you go. one of That's them one is. Wade uh, Jones. Yeah, Wade Jones. Who that is. <laughs> Who that is. Uh, the, the Miami Vice uh, black jersey of, of Dwayne Wade is one of three. I've got uh, his. Uh, the Mecca jerseys of Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, that wild yellow one, and then a Larry Johnson number two Hornets jersey. Um, that's it. That's, that's all I've got. Follow-up question for Steak. Are you allowed to mention what, what Zoom this was? Was this for a pod? Was this just you guys palling around? What, what, what was going on? This was, uh, this was after I did the helping container. I stayed on a Zoom. I stayed on the Zoom until they kicked me out, basically. <laughs> <laughs> just just having up with the guys. And, uh, yeah, it was me and Parakeet and Whittingham and Mike and Chris and Billy. And it was a good time. I like That's how dope. deadpan he is when, when he delivers all the, the he homerisms and all the uh, stats and everything. I, I mean, there, there's got to be a little tongue-in-cheek there. But I don't think it's a gimmick. I think Parakeet's like that. Yeah, but I think it's just like uh, he does it's intense. Um, over it's the intensified. top for the yeah, caricature. Yeah. 
of heat homer. I love it. You know, I love it. To me, to me, it comes off sort of the way, like the way that people comes off, like people is great because we all know fans like that. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a specific markets fan and he's doing something, but like, that's an Ohio state fan. That's a UCLA fan. That's a Boston fan. Like you sort of know that. So like when they do the homerism stuff, it's just like, that's sort of like, Hey, if you go turn on your local market stuff, you're going to get that same homerism. So like, to me, it's just them sort of parodying what's going on in other markets as well. Right. All right. Steak sauce. What you got? Um, oh, what did I, oh, I asked about the Twitter thing. No, let me go back to the uh, the anxiety for no reason. I get like that going through airport security every single time. Ooh, like, that's a good one. I'm like, are you stuck? Is there a gun in my backpack? Like, I don't even have a gun. I don't even own a gun, but I'm like, maybe there's a gun in my backpack. <laughs> you know, or like, damn, where did I, did I leave my drugs at home? You know, oh, I can't remember. So you just, you so just never know, man. And Does anybody there, else? Man, every time. Does anyone else get nervous like when they're looking at your ID at the airport and you're like, you don't know where to look? You're like, do, do I look straight at them? The floor? You forget who you are. You forget what your name is. Like, shit, is that my ID? Is that me in that photo? Uh, has anybody here ever been pulled off to the side and singled out and had to like get undressed? Yeah. Schweitz is raising his hand. Addressed? Not. Not, not undressed, but I would get pulled off to the side a lot of times. Just... Um, I used to travel back and forth a lot for work. And I also, depending on what I was doing with my beard and my hair at the time, like my ID would look nothing like me. Cause like, right, Oh, right. like I had really long hair when I had my ID for the one time in my life that I had long hair. And then I have shaved my head since then. And it doesn't look anything like me anymore. And so like a lot of times I would just get pulled over or uh, pulled over to the side just because, Hey, you're on a work work permit. And, uh, this doesn't look anything like you. So we're right. just going to ask some extra questions. On what side? So you, the Canadian side know? or the American side? Uh, when you are traveling internationally, they will do customs on the Canadian side both times. Okay. So you go through American customs in Canada, like at the Toronto airport, and you will go through Canadian customs when you land. State, go ahead real quick. I said, did you guys know you could basically lie about your height and your weight when you're getting your driver's license? <laughs> yeah. So I thought it'd be funny to just never change my weight since I first got my driver's license. So it says I weigh 120 pounds and I weigh double that. <laughs> but nobody ever calls me out on it. But I like that's technically bullshit, you know? It's fraudulent. Yeah. Yeah. So they could just pull me aside and be like, you don't you haven't weighed 120 pounds in fucking 15 years. That's funny as hell. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I always worry about that. So I have a funny airport story because this is going back a couple years. My, uh, whenever we have a company meeting, we always pick something that's happened funny to one of our coworkers over the past year. And we make a shirt of that, or my bosses make a shirt and give it to everybody. So one year we had a meeting and I had just had my car broken into and my computer stolen. Oh shit. And so <laughs> they made up shirts for everybody in the company. It says, I am Anthony Stiana. <laughs> and that's what they gave out. And what they gave to me was a laptop that they had drilled a hole through and put a chain on it and made me and, and hung it around my neck. So the joke was, hopefully now you won't lose this computer. Fast forward to we're leaving and we're going through the airport and at least three of my coworkers wear the shirt through airport security. So by the time that come up on a hand ID, the guy's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just saw two guys with, and it was like a 20 minute conversation explaining to them the story of what had happened and why people are wearing a shirt with my name on it, and it was just a big thing. And so it, um, a, a pain in the butt, time through our security, but also something I can look back on and laugh about because, you know. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I, I love, a, a, I've seen videos online of, of people messing with their friends during airport security and the look of like utter horror. And, and like some of them are terrified. Like you have just screwed up my flight plans uh, and, and, and are causing me, causing me unknown troubles right now um yeah i got pulled aside out of line i think it was coming back from costa rica or mexico um i had to take my like shoes off my belt off i had to uh, like uh uh like hike up my my pants so they could like see my my lower legs and stuff they patted me down had to take my hat off uh the whole nine yards and i was basically like 
in view of everybody. Um, it was I didn't quite have to get undressed all the way or anything, but I got randomly picked out of the line um, to uh, to go the extra security measure. I don't really know what it was for or anything. They were probably profiling me. I don't care. But I, I, I also have friends that are just like really small, like, you know, men and women, but like just really like unintimidating looking. And they would always get picked in line because they want to profile somebody behind them. So you pick out like the really like normal looking person first, and then you pick out the person you want to profile after them. So they can always point out that they're uh, not just profiling you, but that happens a lot. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Thing, I was just gonna say, the thing I would add is I don't like those scanners they have nowadays. So I usually opt out, which then gets me to basically go through what you talk about, Will, where they basically, you know, you take off everything other than the last layer of clothing and they pat you down, you hike up your pant legs and you take off your belt and your shoes. And, you know, I, I'm not a fan of those scanners, but, you know, that's probably just my tinfoil hat. You just got to put your arms up. That's it. And it's done. Two seconds. Yeah. And then they have and then they have a picture of you. No, thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let some random guy. Enjoy the view. Lady. Hand, that's right. Course, my leg and, and your wee wee. They have a picture of your wee wee too. Exactly. I, of course, Samantha, who is like training. Of course, Samantha's training for a competition. She's like, yeah, take all the pictures you want. Yeah. On my Instagram, I'm like literally in my competition suit every week taking progress pictures. So. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. Uh, I, if Samantha, if I looked like you, I would, uh, I would not have a problem with with somebody taking, you know, scanning my entire body either having a. a 3d 3d map so all right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we're gonna land it right there for this edition of midweek menses uh john where can we find you on twitter at papo johns at papo johns all right uh samantha where can we find you on twitter and where can uh ashley i'm gonna butcher the last name again i'm sorry ashley kaltwasser Kaltwasser. yeah where can, can she find, find where can ashley kaltwasser find you on twitter at Samantha Y26. Samantha Y26. Perfect. And where can we find you on Twitter? At Stiano. S-T-A-I-A-N-O. Beautiful. Thank you. And and Schweitz, where can we find you on Twitter? At Schweitz underscore A-Y. Beautiful. And I am at Wapple House on Twitter. Follow all of us. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. Uh, if you hate our opinions on things, um, if you like our opinions on things, just give us feedback. That's it. You know, well, we love, I, I love, you know, holding my own or being completely eviscerated on Twitter uh, about my opinions on, on whatnot. So uh, follow the show at Lauer After Hours. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.